Hello, everyone. The We Need You Now episodes are a quick call out for all of us to step forward when direct and immediate action is needed for someone struggling in our community. It's a call to action. The episodes are typically less than 15 minutes, being short and to the point, just enough to let all of us know the situation and what is needed. We hope to build a network of like-minded folks who want to get involved and help their neighbors in times of need. We believe this is what a healthy community looks like. In this episode, you'll hear from Daniel. First, I gotta say, it's really nice meeting you. Pleasure meeting you it's, too, sir. It, it's easy to see you're a good man, like right off the bat. So I'm really happy that I'm getting to know you. Um, cool. I'm glad that whoever it was, I don't even remember his name, that gave me your gave me the phone to talk to you. Yeah, I think Robert. Robert, yeah, Robert. Uh, oh. So, Daniel, can yeah. you first tell us who you are? Uh, my name is Daniel Sahagan. Daniel and his partner, Nicole, along with their 18-month-old son, had been living in a HEN-provided apartment in the University District in Seattle. HEN stands for Housing and Essential Needs. The funding for their housing was stopped, and as of last Monday, they had to move out. Daniel and Nicole were stressed, to say the least, and unfortunately got into an argument that had them splitting up. They had been together for five years. Daniel is crushed. He loves her greatly. Along with his partner being gone, Daniel and his son are now homeless. For the last week, without a bed, they have been couch surfing and staying in open all-night restaurants. Last night, they stayed in a tent. In addition to caring for his son, Daniel has spent the week calling and visiting service providers looking for housing. With no disrespect to the nonprofits, Mary's Place, Reach, and others, they have been unable to find him shelter. Just so you know a little bit about Daniel, he's had a hard life. For most of it, while living in California, it included drugs, gangs, and jail. When he found out his partner was pregnant, he knew instantly he had to change his life. For him, it all came together when his son was born. When he cut the umbilical cord, he decided to quit all drugs and vowed to make something of himself, to give his son an example of a better life. A year and a half later, he is still making good on that promise. I've been in Washington State for about, since 2016, been homeless since 2017, and uh, that's, that's pretty much where'd you Where'd you grow up? California, Orange County. Nice. And yeah. how come you came to Seattle? Oh, my mom, because my mom lives out here. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, I, I'm uh, pretty much I was taking care of her, but uh, my mom had a heart aneurysm, and uh, and, and, and 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 it stopped the oxygen in her brain, so she kind of like went into a coma for yeah. a while. And after that, after she got out of the coma, she uh, slowly she's slowly getting better and better and better. You know? Yeah. 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 She's doing good now. Yeah. Or she's better at least. Yeah. She she lives with my uncle in uh, Bonnie Lake and stuff. So yeah. it's all good. Yeah. So also I'm going to say to the recording here that Daniel's not only juggling the interview, he's juggling his 18-month-old child. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> <A boy>. yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Alexander. Come on, boy. <laughs> so um, how was your childhood? We're constantly moving from, like, motel, motel. Uh, your mom and dad? Yeah, uh, no dad, just mom. Mom took care of me. Yeah, she was a cocktail waitress bartender. She did everything she could to struggle with being a single mother yeah. because uh, she left my uh, real real dad because he used to 
beat 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 her and hit her and stuff like that. So he got she got smart and got so domestic violence. And yeah. you saw that growing up? No, I, no, I was I was like ten months old when she left, so I don't remember it. How old are you? Oh, I'm forty four. Forty four. Did you have a job when you were in California? No, no, no job, no job. No. So I was I was um, incarcerated and stuff for drugs and for sales of drugs and possession of drugs. Okay. I did most of um, when I lived in California since I was a juvenile. And up, I was going in and out of juvenile hall and going to prison when I got older. And I just pretty much was doing bad, awful. You know, I, I thought that was the lifestyle, like to, the revolving door thing. Yeah. And then um, I, I met somebody, which is his mom, and uh, she showed me how to live life out here in the real world, like how, how to enjoy things. Yeah. Don't take, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate more her. More of a straight and narrow path. Yeah, and I appreciate her more than anything in the world, and but for showing me how, what, yeah. What what I can do with myself, and she she believed in me, thinking I could become a better man. I asked Daniel what he thought contributed to his path towards drugs and gangs. Pretty much is because when I was younger, I, I the older other older crowd, I thought that was cool. They had the tattoos and they were cool and they were they were gang members and it was just I thought that was cool and, and I wanted to do that. And then when when that comes when that comes it comes with. Uh, Things that you do will get you in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stupid, stupid decisions that you make as a youngster, and then it just once you're in the system, it's pretty much it just it's a wrap. Uh, yeah, and then it starts becoming a, a, a norm to you. Yeah. Yeah. And once you get that out of your head, then some, then you can you can make you can probably most likely get your head out of that that norm yeah. and become a new norm. Daniel's girlfriend's name is Nicole. I asked him how they met and what happened. I met Nicole in 2018, and she she showed me that she was gonna be. She said she's she's come and pick me up from the gate from jail every time I got in and out, and then uh, she would uh, she would just take my phone calls like she wanted to show me that like she's you not going it. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. She used to have a house and she used to have car payment, mortgage, and she taught me how to, to all that stuff too, car payment, insurance, and what things I needed to know about in life. Learn the ropes. Learn the ropes. Yeah. She ended up being pregnant with him. Yeah. Yeah. He was. We had him November twenty seventh of two twenty one. And uh, he's beautiful, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> he you. just smiles the whole time. Thank you. Yeah. So we when we were living in in her car in her car, uh, and she we found out she was pregnant. That's when I I, I quit doing everything. Like I, I I just told her, look, I'm 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 done. I'm not. I'm not and doing. when you say by everything, you mean drugs? Yeah, and, drugs and crime or drugs, just drugs, crime, everything. Yeah. So I I bit tooth and nail. I bit bit down on my tongue, and it's hard when when you're a man. It's hard for a man not to provide for his loved one or for whoever's with him. You know, for me it is. I don't know about anybody else, but for me it is. And uh, so being sober. And, and being and not being able to, to, to hustle, as I like to say, hustle uh, was hard, but I did it. Because that's all I know is how to hustle. Yeah. And are you still clean? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's hard, but I'm, I'm clean. But I, I but it's a hard. I'm but proud of you, man. It's just one day at a time, though. That's why yeah. I look at it. Huh, but, but I can see it in your face and yeah. the way you hold your son. Yeah, that's I love really I love beautiful. my boy. This is, this is this is my this is my world right here. Yeah. So it, tell me what happened with Nicole that went south, because. Just, Sounds like she was a really positive force in your life. I don't know. I don't know. I can't call it because I'm not her. <clears throat> but I know for my fact is like, I I will still take her in. I love her, and I'll still take her in and everything. But she just wasn't ready for having. She never wanted kids. She never wanted the whole family thing. She just wanted to just go 
road tripping. Like we went to Utah. Went to she took me to Utah. She took me to Powell Lake. She she wanted she wanted to experience life still. She's an explorer. And, yeah, yeah. She's young. She's thirty. Uh, she's thirty eight now. So she's young. <clears throat> Does she have full time work? No, no. She didn't have full time work. No, she she used to work at uh, Safeway for ten years. And she was a daily manager. Well, that place did her dirty, and she just was like not having it. So yeah. So basically, she said. Hey, I can't do this kid thing anymore. You yeah. take him, or what happened was, okay. So the the end of this month of April came up, and we had to be out of our apartment. Okay, and the the part of the agreement was, if we get everything out of the apartment, they'll give us each a thousand dollars and a good reference saying that would to get us out of our lease because we our lease was up, but they made us sign another lease, and we do month to month. See. Yeah. And how did you have the apartment? You both you both aren't working. No, we have Hen. You're on the Hen program. Yeah, we were on the. I got her on the Hen program. I, I showed her. How, <laughs> what do you want my hat for? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were. <laughs> Are you, you done? Got, you got the hat. Are you done? You got the hat. <laughs> you want to put it on me? Nah. <laughs> oh, there you go. thank you. Nah. <laughs> you got you long hair. Smiley boy. Yes. <laughs> so. Let's see. So they basically uh, they want to buy you out of your lease. Yeah. So they did. And and they gave you a thousand each. No, they haven't given us nothing yet. They haven't given me nothing yet. That's why I'm still here at these apartments. And that's just the friends that you're crashing couch yeah, surfing. Yeah, couch surfing. I've been couch surfing because I can't I can't have an 18 month old on the street all night. It's not going to happen. There's a there's a uh, there's a little Mexican restaurant right here down here that I that uh, I'll take him. They're open 24 hours, and and they don't mind me sitting there. And they'll just, let you crash there. Yeah, I'm not gonna crash. I mean, but he'll, but all night they're open. I'll all watch night. him stay warm, and then I'll stay up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniel, one question I have uh, right off is, you've been in Hen for a while. Do you have a disability, or what? Why are you in Hen? Oh, uh, because I I have like from over the years of, of drug use and of uh, and other things, I and of being in prison, I have. I have a lot of post-traumatic stress because I don't like to be around big crowds. Daniel wants to work, but due to his PTSD, he has not found the right fit that would allow him to avoid crowds and the resulting anxiety. His criminal record also makes it extremely hard to find employment. And on top of that, he has a back injury due to a car accident that happened years ago. When his son was born, the disability payments he was getting were replaced with TANF, which stands for Temporary Assistance to Needy Families. Problem is, the assistance is not enough to pay the rent. When the lease on their apartment ran out and they needed to vacate, the management company offered them $1,000 each if they moved out on time. Daniel has yet to receive that money and he doesn't think Nicole has either. So we're out. We're, 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 we're moved. We're moved out. We're moved out, right? And then it's Monday, okay? It's the first, and we ain't got nowhere to go. And I, I, I know I have uh, every uh, once a week free stay at the Tlaib. So I said, okay, yeah, Tlaib. They give me a free free stay once a week, and and a play. So I told them I I, I made a reservation. So there we go. There's our room for 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 a Monday. Yeah. Okay. For to Tuesday, and then Tuesday come. So I was, my plan was to come back here at the apartments and go get my check. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Stay that way with the check, we can go get a motel and we can do all the errands that we can. Because she owns a car. So we can do our errands and go to the, the basic offices that we need to to get to try to get a roof yeah. over our head. Yeah. All the services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, doing that 600 like I said, the $600 in our, we get from uh, 
um, for benefits uh, came up missing out of the ATM. When she went to go to the ATM, the money came up. It was gone. She turned around and blamed me for it. And I was like, I didn't take your money. The theft of benefits that Daniel spoke about is a known occurrence in the homeless community. Daniel filed a police report, but none of that will help him at this time. The things that we went through, when we went, we got, we got clean and sober, we got, we got, we did it, we got, and then we, then, I mean, then we relapsed, but then we got clean and sober again, and it's like, it, and we went through the mud, and then we got out of it together. Been through the mud, got out of it together. Yeah. We always, we always, we always seem to conquer when we're at their lowest, and I just don't, it's just, yeah. maybe it's, it's just, it's, maybe it's not over, man. I, I, I don't know, I, I told I don't know what the right words to say to her. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. And she says, just listen to her. Just listen. That's all she wants me to do is listen. Yeah. And I, I that know. sounds right. And also, you didn't ask for advice, but <laughs> I, know. I would say, keep loving your son. Oh, yeah. The of best you can. He's first. Yeah. And and if it's meant to be, it is going to come around, right? Because right. that is the most beautiful thing you can do. Excellent. And what you're doing. Exactly. So, yeah. okay. So, right now, you guys haven't talked. No, we haven't talked since she left. No, we haven't talked. No, we we we, e- we emailed once, and she wanted to come see him, and I said no problem. Three o'clock, in front of our apartments, and no show. And does, she, does she do drugs? Uh, no, she doesn't do drugs no more. She's clean. She's clean and sober. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so all right. For, first of all, Daniel, thank you yeah. for sharing that yeah. quick snapshot. Yeah. But um, so now, since you've got your son. Tell me about the services you've looked for, because when I listened to you talk earlier, uh, I gotta say, like yeah. with an 18-month-old son, you seem like you would be, <laughs> you would be tripping into, like all of the, the vulnerable kind of classifications of saying we gotta get this man help. Right. And, and so tell me what's happened. Well, in this week. Okay. So when I went to go get uh, Tanif replaced on for our, our son and be in charge of that so I can uh, get, get that because I don't have access to the card, but now I do because now he's on he's on the, my TANF and everything. So that's one of them. So um, the resources was TANF and TANF is, is uh, the money, the money and, and uh, food stamps boost up to 500 and your cash goes up to 600. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Let's do it. All right. So, okay, now I'm still homeless. So what are we going to do about that? Well, all my benefits don't come kicking in until June first because we already got our benefits for this month. Well, my benefits got stolen. So and now, so talk about housing. So here you want to basically your only goal right now is you need a roof over your head for your child. Right. My, uh, hopefully that, that I get to Section Eight and get uh, and get a house because at Section Eight you get a house and it's cheaper. Yeah. And I want I want my son to grow up in a house and go to school out here. I don't want. I'm not going to go back to California because in California he's going to either grow up to become a gang member in prison or or most likely just yeah I'm, I'm not, not anywhere. Uh, so that's not going up here in Washington state you guys have good schools uh it's 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 a lot more slower it's just easier up here to deal with with um with the child than it is down there cuz you there's I mean, you guys have gangs but there's not they're not there's not gangs yeah. Not compared to we don't know what gangs. Yeah, yeah. You guys have no idea what gangs are. So I'm supposed to be getting food, and uh, by the, by June now, and my food stamps. What good does that do me for right now? You know. I just want to get things done correctly. This is the only first son. This is the first child I've I was actually seen born. 
Yeah. Snipped his middle cord. Been there for him every day. And it's... To not have that a roof uh, over his head is just killing me. It's killing me. I, and it, I know I can get all that stuff if I went back to my old life. You know what I mean? But I can also not get it and lose two lives, myself and his, by me going to jail. Being in this situation is not easy. But I. But at the same time, but hold on, baby. Hold on, baby. Woo, woo, woo. But hold on, baby. Please, please. Being in this situation is, is not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, son. I got. A, I got an idea for you. Here, here. Watch this. Mwah. We want to throw fit. Mwah. I want to throw kisses fit. <laughs> so being in this situation is not easy, but if I can do, if I can, if I can just keep myself on the straight line and, start, and not take the narrow, take the narrow road, uh, I'll be all right, and he'll be all right. But if I once I take that narrow road, I already know what that. It's not gonna be easy, but it's not gonna be hard neither. Yeah. Okay. Come here, boy. Um. Just, I just gotta get it done. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, and I, I got. They told me not. To, they told me not to. Uh, uh. At this point in our talk, Daniel ran off chasing after his son in the park. Daniel's holding it together, but just barely. He is grieving the loss of his partner, caring for his 18-month-old son, and looking to have their basic needs met all while living homeless. As he said, he could take care of those needs by going back to what he knows, a life of hustling on the street, one that will eventually land him back in jail. He knows he doesn't want that for himself or his son. This is where we all can jump in to help him through this difficult time. You Know Me Now would like to raise funds for a one-week hotel stay while Daniel secures housing. You can Venmo funds to at You Know Me Now please list Daniel in your donation. We have included a direct link in the show notes. No funds will be used by You Know Me Now. If, for whatever reason, Daniel does not use all the funds, they will go to someone else struggling with homelessness. You Know Me Now is produced, written, and edited by Tomas Bernatsky and me, Rex Holbein. We would like to thank Daniel for taking the time to speak with us. You Know Me Now has a Facebook and Instagram page where you can join in on the conversation. We also have a website at www.youknowmenow.com where you can see photos of Daniel and his son. We also have stories of other folks we feel you should get to know. A heartfelt thank you for listening.